Live from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network. Our daddy had a cow named Strick Nine, and the evening milking job was mine. I've traveled the world in a lot of scene, but I never met a cow so far as mean as Strick Nine. Black cow would see me with a bucket and stool. Black cow's religion was a bovine rule. Before you give him milk, you gotta give him well. You get the idea, and she did it well. Strip nine. I'll try to take a milk and she take a little turn. That's just one of the many dances she loves. She sobbed a little and dust that dough. Kick that bucket and away she goes. Strip nine. She made me think she'd changed her way While all the while devising evil plans as she grazed With the speed of an arrow and cat-like grace She'd whip that tail across my face Trick night Sometimes she'd let the milk at your side Almost down to tripping the tide But just when I saw I had her tame That cow would remind me why she named Trick What my daddy calls character mm, I think it's rather odd That when I left home for my first job there That old cow jumping and died Mysteriously hmm. Her daddy had a cow named Strychnine And the evening melting job was mine I've traveled the world as a lot of scene, but I never met a cow so far as me, Strick Night. Oh, Daddy had a cow named Strick Night. And the evening melting job was. Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. That was Mary Kay Holt with her song, Strychnine. And in Albuquerque, New Mexico, we're joined this morning by our co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. Here you are in the land of enchantment, snow one day, and blooming blossoms the next. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like you could be in Tennessee almost. You know, we had snow about a week ago, and today Mm -hmm. the tulip poplars are blooming, the red buds are blooming, the pear trees are blooming, the forsythia and the buttercups. 
and it's just mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful color out here. And mm-hmm. uh, we're a little cool. It's about 20 degrees cooler today than it was yesterday. But, hey, it's the end of March, the beginning of April. That's just the way it is. So Yeah. We have a really, really red-hot show today. And tell us who's joining us for the Campfire Cafe. Standing by, we have the farmer and Adele. That's Keenan Wade and Adele uh, Wade. And we're excited to have them with us. And they'll be here shortly. All right. So we're going to be talking with Grace Adele and Keenan Wade, the farmer and Adele, in just a moment. And then in the second hour of the show, we are, I guess we're doing a lot of Tennessee stuff. Uh, We've got the Mm -hmm. Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy (laughs) coming on. And they work with America's Wild Mustangs in their program. So they are a charter school, but they use Mustangs. We'll be talking with them about what they're doing there in Chattanooga. But right now, let's take a listen to a Mustang friend of ours. This is Miss Lacey J. Dalton. And uh, since we're in Nashville, today with our guest and the show. It's called 16th Avenue. We'll be back in just a moment to talk with Grace and Keenan on the Campfire Cafe. From the corners of the country, from the cities and the farm, with the years and years of living topped up, Underneath their arms Walk away from everything Just to see a dream come true So God bless the boys Who make the noise On 16th Avenue With a million dollar spirit And an old flat top guitar They drive to town With all they own in a hundred dollar car Cause one time someone told them about a friend of a friend they knew Who owns you no way studio on 16th Avenue Now some are born to money They've never had to say survive And others swing a nine pound hammer just to stay alive There's cowboys, drunks, and Christians Mostly white and black and blue They've all dialed a phone Collect a home In 16th Avenue But then one night in some empty room Where no curtains ever hung Like a miracle Some golden words rolled off of someone's tongue And after years of being nothing They're all looking right at you And then for a while you go in style On 16th Avenue Oh, it looks so uneventful, so quiet and discreet. But a lot of lives were changed down on that little one-way street. They walk away from everything just to sing for me and you. So God bless the boys who make the noise on 16th Avenue. 
God bless all the girls who make the noise. Down on 16th Avenue. From the corners of the country, from the cities and the farms, with the years and years of living tucked up underneath their arms. Welcome back to Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Radio Legacy Network. If you're just joining us, that was 16th Avenue, performed by Lucy J. Dalton. Yip, yip, yip! <laughs> it has been said that today's featured guest, the farmer Annadelle's songwriting is uplifting, heroic, and simple, yet harkens back to the time of Gene Autry and Roy Rogers, and I agree. But I will also add there is a touch more swing, and, well, the fun they are having shines through every note. With the sounds of classic songwriting in their music and the future in their sights, the Farmer and Adele are reimagining the modern cowboy cowgirl while respecting its beginnings. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, the Farmer and Adele, led by Grace Adele and Keenan Wade, leaves the pack of a new wave of musicians revitalizing Western swing music. Today we feature the band's recording project, Into the Wide Open Sky, combining original compositions rooted in familiar styles of the American landscape, traces of classic country, jazz, and Tin Pan Alley songwriting interweave throughout the group's top-notch musicianship. The record also features a collaborative guest appearance from Grammy Award-winning Western Swing Icon, and they were two of them were with us last week, Riders in the Sky, who back the band throughout the album's eight tracks. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe, direct from Nashville, Ameripolitan 2020 winners of the Western Swing Group of the Year and founders of the Farmer and Adele, Keenan Wade and Grace Adele. Welcome, you two. Thank you for Bobby Keenan and Gary Holt for having us today. Well, happy to have you with us. We're getting a little feedback, so I don't know whose phone that's from. Uh, just a little feedback um, on here. But feedback from but the trip. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And welcome, Vera. Is this her first uh, radio <laughs> appearance? It sure is. We got a new cowpoke, and uh, uh, she's she's here with us. She's a uh, Sorry, let me fix that. She's doing some feeding time right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, well, that is so exciting. And and I guess you're both sleeping well at night now. <laughs> oh, yes. Just sound sleeping. As, uh, <laughs> Count the stars on the western sky. Counting the, the cows uh, herding by. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, so this is the first time you've been on the show, and uh, for our worldwide audience, we want them to know a little bit more about you. It's really interesting, because a few weeks ago, we had Bobby Marquez on the show, and we asked him how he and Jennifer Heron met and got married. So I'm going to ask Keenan first how you two guys got together, and then we'll let Grace tell us the real story. So, Keenan? 
Tell us that. How'd you guys yeah. meet? Well, Grace and I, uh, Adele and I met back in Columbus, Ohio, where we are both from. Um, I grew up just a little outside of Columbus, Ohio, and we were playing at an art hop, and her band was playing across the street from my band, and uh, we just kind of kept passing each other musically, and I, I saw her warming up on a, her guitar on a park bench, and I instantly ran over with my mandolin, just seeing this beautiful, gorgeous, uh, uh, curly, red-headed uh, girl across the street, and I uh, thought, well, you know, I'm not good at talking to girls, but, you know, she had a guitar, so that was kind of my end. And um, <laughs> so I, uh, I I ran across, and we played a Hank Williams song. It was our first song we ever played together, You're Cheating Heart. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. All right, Grace, mm-hmm. is that the way it really happened? Well, the way I remember it is uh, Keenan was riding in on a horse, and um, <laughs> yeah, I think the horse's name was uh, the Tennessee Stud, and I was on a horse, and then we met, and our horses fell in love, and so did we. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I left story, that out. The, the story Farmer Keenan told definitely checks out. The, the part that I... Uh, the part from my uh, perspective was he just appeared with a mandolin and sat down on the bench and mandolin horses, you know, they, they seem you know, kind yeah. of a little similar, right? <laughs> yeah, very similar. <laughs> uh, gosh. So after you met, how long was it before uh, you finally popped the question, Keenan? Oh wow, um, that is a uh, that's a question. Um, I, I uh-huh. think that it was about <laughs> six years. Six or seven years. Yeah, there was a slow question blowing in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 I, there, there must be something. Well, Bobby, yeah, there must be I, something. I, I think the reason why it took about a, up to six years is Grace Adele and I moved to Nashville within that time frame very quickly. Okay. Just to um, get it more into the songwriting world. And then once we got into this, um, got to Nashville and into the songwriting world, we were touring a lot as musicians, um, mostly as songwriters when we first started out. Um, okay. And then six years into, or, or probably about six, seven years ago, we really got into Western music and started writing these Western songs um, at first on our on our own, and then we're very inspired by the writers in the sky and became friends with Ranger Doug and started songwriting with him as well. And that just took its own trail. Yeah. We thought we, we really saw a lot of the correlations of Western swing music and cowboy cowgirl uh, music. It, it had a lot of similar roots of folk and bluegrass and, and swing music right. and jazz and Tin Pan Alley. And so all of that, you know, when we discovered that style of music, it just, it was, well, it was a great marriage. And so then we finally decided to get married because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a, I have okay. a question. Well, I for, think there's, um, for... yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think there's something about musicians being slow uh, to finally pop the question. <laughs> go ahead and ask me. 
<laughs> well, um, 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 Grace Adele, yes. I, I have a question about your life a little bit before the two of you met. Did I read somewhere that you you had a dream of being a Rockette? I did, and um, you know, now that now that I've told lots of such stories already during this interview. <laughs> <laughs> try, to, try to get them to believe you now, right? I know. I feel like I'm back in the corner. Uh, well, yes, I, I grew up dancing, a uh, ballet dancer, and I... Um, true story. This is, that was a true story, and I would, you know, my favorite thing in ballet class is sitting right next to the piano player and listening to uh, the piano player play music and getting to dance the music and uh so yes i dreamt of being a rocket and i i went to um several rocket camps they had these intensive summer workshops oh, and then it oh. was so much fun wow. and then i went to audition several times in new york city and um you know then you know music kind of just started to take off and i somewhat hung up my kicking shoes but kicking in a different way now Towards music and right. <laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that's fascinating. Well, I'm glad that Grace cleared that up because when you asked that question, Bobby, I wasn't sure whether you were asking Keenan or Grace. So I'm glad she cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Really- hey, I saw you guys. I saw you guys on Music City Route. Uh, which is a great, great show. I don't know whether it's still being produced, but it was on PBS. But there was a song that you did, and when you were introduced in it, you were talking about it being just off the charts. And uh, it's one mm-hmm. off the saddle up <laughs> I song. I saw that, too. <laughs> one called the saddle up song. So uh, let's get mm-hmm. to that, take a listen, and come back and talk more with the Farmer and Adele today. Campfire, oh, yeah, that's their number one hit single. Keep on rolling, steady, easy. 
with Writers in the Sky and how this, um, how it came about that they backed you on this album? Um, well, we... Uh, we... That, that cheek playing, by the way, we actually released the Settle-Up song um, by Sheet Music, and the cheek playing is actually written in the beginning of our sheet music. It's true. Must play <laughs> cheek at quarter, quarter... Yeah, quarter note cheeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. notated that. We did notate it. It was definitely worth notating because we we love the writers in the sky, and uh, we uh, you know we happened to see them out at the station in for a WSM show, um, a show that WSM used to do in the uh, kind of early evenings, and they were featuring the writers in the sky. And after the show, um, Keenan and I had been listening to a lot of Homer and Jethro at the time, and Homer Haynes is amazing rhythm guitar player and had never seen anyone live um, playing in that style. And then we saw the Riders in the Sky and we saw Ranger Doug and I really wanted to learn that style of guitar playing. So I went up to Ranger Doug after the show and asked if I could take some lessons and he said no. He didn't give lessons, <laughs> but I could come over and said it was better. He said I could come over and hang out, and uh, we could, you know, we could just kind of jam. So that um, actually fit my budget much better. And so we went over and started hanging out with Ranger Doug, and, uh, wow. you know, I started wow. to learn more of those uh, cowboy chords, and um, uh, we started writing songs together, and, and we'd got to see them and they'd pull us up on stage and let us sing a song with them. And it just, yeah, it's just been a, an ongoing friendship of uh, just recently when I was on maternity leave, Ranger Doug actually uh, sat in for me and was my replacement while I was on maternity leave with Vera. His only uh, request was he would not wear a skirt. <laughs> and we were grateful. Yeah, I can't, we I grateful. can't see him. Yeah, I, I can't see him in a, in a skirt. Although we'd yeah. finally be able to see the tops of his boots because he wears really interesting boots. That is true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, he, and he never wears them on the outside. That's true. I know. We need to see those boots. <laughs> now, I I understand when you recorded this, um, you used a vintage ribbon microphone, and you were all around. You were just all around that microphone together, is that right? Yeah, old school, absolutely. That's the way we like to record. I think that's mostly all the ways we've been recording. Yeah, we're working on a new record. Um, well, we've we've finished recording it. We're just getting it uh, mastered currently, and mixed and as well. mixed. But mm-hmm. um, we 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 really love the uh, ideas, music from the 30s and the 40s, and um, so we 
we have, we've always made sure we used microphones from that era, and uh, we really loved the idea. You know, Bob Wills would record in a hotel room and um, live with his band. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Wow. And a lot of when you think a lot about those old recordings and what made them so good, I think a lot of times was that the bands. We think about these great recordings nowadays of these old Western swing legends or cowboy or cowgirl uh, legends. And wow, these recordings are just fantastic. Old recordings are fantastic, but we forget that a lot of these performers were performing sometimes five to seven days a week. And um, so to them, going in and just doing a recording session was just like, okay, it was just another thing to do that day. And um, it, so it wasn't as premeditated back then. Um, and they just sound so good and so natural. And Grace and I feel really lucky that with the Farmer Nadell, um, not currently with COVID, um, we have not been playing out as much. But luckily, we have been able to keep playing at the World Famous Station Inn here in Nashville twice a month. And that really does help keep our chops up and help us keep playing out and um, aligned with what we're doing musically. And we play there twice oh, a we- month for Wednesday. Western Wednesday. Yep. Western Wednesday. Yep. Western Wednesday. Yep. Western Wednesday. Yep. Uh, and, I, and I will <laughs> yep. say that Ranger Doug not only did not wear a skirt, but he does not have the vocal chops that you do. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and play a song that I just listened to you on this, and you're absolutely phenomenal. But it's called Fool for Loving You. And uh, let's take a listen to that and then come back and talk more with Grace and Keenan, the farmer and Adele today here on the Campfire Camp. They say a habit is hard to kill. Ah! 
and it just floored me and just uh, it really made me stop and really listen and go like that's I, I love singing with people and I, I miss singing with people and doing that as a group so that was definitely a huge inspiration for the farmer and Adele so how how was when you talk about missing singing with people how was COVID for you how was the, the pandemic did you guys do a lot of writing at home writing or or what was going on with you guys while the pandemic was under full storm? Um, we you know having the <laughs> having the time off from touring and um shows we we were fortunate enough to do lock-in shows at the station in the station and tv at the time and um so we were lucky to be able to at least do that. Um, we did a lot of co-writing on Zoom. That was a first. And, uh, yeah. that, you know, that was as bad as I thought it would be. That was actually very fun. Still able to – we did a co-write with yeah. Ranger Doug, and we did a co-write with um, – a couple co-writes with our Saddle Pals, um, Brendan Lee and Noel McKay, some excellent songwriters here in town. And, and Brennan uh, just cut a record with The Sleep of the Wheel and a song we wrote with her called The Ballad of Leonard Sly is actually going to be oh, a wow. single on that new record that she was releasing with them here, I think, here this spring. Yeah. and well, that's we, great. Uh, we also kept busy with we, we developed a, a new kids channel, a YouTube channel called Saddle up, up with the, the farmer, farmer and Adele. And it's oh, really? We were, yeah, we were able to curate 30, 30 some videos so far. And we also. Um, and we recorded a children's record at home. Uh, we And one of our friends came down and actually just stayed with us. And we just, and he was an excellent fiddle player and, and great engineer, a friend of ours, Chase Potter. And we sat in our room and. Uh, in our in our living room in our house and actually set up a studio and just recorded a, a great children's record that we're hoping to release oh, either great. this year or next year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, while we were doing our kids program, um, Tennessee National Arts Council um, they they saw kind of what we were doing and we uh, we got a grant through uh, Tennessee Arts Art, mm-hmm. and they helped us produce our very first we had created some garden pals for our uh our kids show and it's uh their country music root root music garden pals and so our very first video that you can see on our channel is the ever so popular and very cool elvis parsley mm-hmm. that we have <laughs> other garden pals such as uh we oh. have Hank Snoopy. Hank Snoopy. We have uh, Hank Snoopy. Oh, no, no, Mother Marigold. Mother Marigold Carter. Uh huh. And and her daughter Juniper Carter. Mm. And they're the Wildwood Flowers. Oh. And we have <laughs> Patsy Vine. And then we all our my personal favorite is Tater Swift. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, uh you know we just kind of dug in deep during COVID and kept ourselves busy to try to. To try to keep things positive, and uh, you know, it was certainly a, a challenging year for everyone, or a couple of years now. But um, we just, you know, luckily through music and through the arts, you can you can keep yourself very busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so bought, uh, the busy. first six months of COVID was like almost—I hate to say it—it it was like a vacation, you know, for us <laughs> uh, because <laughs> just always been so busy. 
um, just, you know, playing out, playing out, playing out. And, and, and that's great. And I love that in itself, but it was a time to stop and have some reflection time, read books, do some gardening and, and record music and, and write songs and create new, new music as well. Well, and there probably is going to be a little bit of a difference now with Miss Vera with you and, uh, and that can change some things, but, uh, we may talk about that when we come back, but right now let's get to another song. Love this one. It's called Join the Dance. Tell us about this one. Um, this is a fun fun little ditty that uh, we wrote. Uh, or no, just Grace Adele oh, wrote this one. I guess one. I, I wrote this one. And, uh, no co-wrote, uh, co-writers <laughs> needed for this one. Just Grace Adele. <laughs> yeah, this is just a nice, fun ditty that, uh, you know, I, I love dancing and I have a dance background and I you know, I, I always, sometimes people like to say, you know, oh, I can't dance, so I don't want to dance. But, uh, you know, there's really no rules in dancing. And as long as you're enjoying dancing and having fun, then it's 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 an activity for everyone. That's right. Join the dance. Join yep. the dance. Join the dance. It's a great song. Here we go. Farmer and Adele. Thank you. 
that face and play that bass. That was saddle. That was enjoying the dance. <laughs> the farmer and Adele with um, backup by the Riders in the Sky, and it was really fun because we could kind of hear each performer and and uh, backing up Grace there. Um, I do have a question. I got so tied up in the music, I sort of forgot what my question was. Oh, I know. <laughs> so I I see on your Facebook post. That Keenan, you are performing with, it looks like maybe a new uh, band, um, the Rodeo Wranglers. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this group? Oh, the Rodeo Wranglers is a fun Western swing band I'm putting together here in Nashville, Tennessee, with some friends of mine. It's just, it, it's a very new project that we're just doing for fun, just here locally only. Um, it's with my, my, Saddle Pals, Cole Ritter, who is actually currently on American Idol, um, and um, he's a wonderful singer and, and great fiddle player. Then, um, then Drayton Aldridge on fiddle, and then Jack Cactus Jack from the Farmer Nadell has also joined on fiddle. So we're doing like triple fiddle, steel guitar, drums, bass, and just oh, wow. a lot of in, uh, a lot of instrumental Western swing, and um, it just exploring that a little bit more with original instrumental compositions that we have, but also Western swing classic instrumentals that we like to perform for dancers and doing a little bit of songs here and there. But for the most part, um, yeah, that, that's to say, uh, that is a group here only, um, that we're doing locally, but, um, yeah, I, I should also make mention on that. Join the dance. That's great. Adele tap dancing on that. That's not oh. just thing. Oh, they, wow. There was uh-huh. a okay. There was a time. Yeah, there was a spot, and I was trying to figure out. Okay, who's that doing that? <laughs> right. right. We, we should also point that out. Yeah, while while we can talk about it because we just heard that track. But yeah, that's Miss Grace Adele tapping away, and we're just uh, laughing about how uh, that whole studio process went down actually, and how much fun we had doing it. Mm-hmm. That was very <laughs> fun. That is very fun, Grace. Um, I do have a que- I do have a question for you, um, and then we'll get to another song. Um, as I listen to the songs that I think um, that you've written, uh, there's a song, and J- um, Gary's not going to play it today. But "Wrong Day," the very, very first time I heard "Wrong Day," when I first received your CD, um, and I wasn't really looking; I was just listening. I didn't have it in front of me. I wasn't looking at liner notes, and I thought. Is that a Cindy Walker song I haven't heard before? And then um, there was another song, and I I don't know if it was A Fool for Loving You, if it was that one, but I thought, is that a, I had to go grab the CD so I could see. <laughs> and I wondered oh, if she's one of the inspirations um, for you as a songwriter. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I love Cindy Walker, and uh, that's the, probably the – the biggest compliment you could ever give me. That's amazing. Um, yes, we. I, I was lucky to be a part of a Cindy Walker um, all-female band. Uh, we did a tribute to Cindy Walker for the 2019, was it 2019? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019, yeah. 2019 Ameripolitan Awards. Ameripolitan. And, um, mm-hmm. and also, we just, we were up, we had some family in town yesterday or two days ago, and we had um, we took them to the Country Music Hall of Fame, 
And so mm-hmm. I made sure to get Vera, our, our newest little cowpoke. I got her. Our two-month-old. <laughs> She's our two-month-old. <laughs> I got her photo right next to Cindy Walker's typewriter because every time I go to the country oh. music hall, I have to go see Cindy Walker's typewriter because she is mm-hmm. absolutely wow. one of my favorite songwriters, one of the best for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think um, Gary's going to play Cow Cow Boogie. You want to tell us a little something about it before he spins it? <clears throat> Well, all cows love to boogie. Wait, <laughs> all cows love to boogie. All cows love to boogie. Oh wow! So we have, oh, she just she just giggled. She went. <laughs> yeah. Here, so. <laughs> here with us. Yes. Um, we yeah, just, she pretty much hangs out with us all the time now. We just hope you all no. boogie on down to this next song. Uh, this is going to be off of one of our our. This is a brand new or no, not a brand new. It's not a song we wrote, but it's a song that. Um, That's an old old song from old the song. like 1910s mm-hmm. or 1920s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. uh, we released it um, last year as a single. So it's it's available out there where all good music is sold to download. And get your phones out right now and go ahead and download it right now. No, wait a minute, Grace. <laughs> no, in the middle of our radio program, you want these folks to get out their all their devices and then go to our social media page and then follow us on our social media pages and then go to our YouTube channel and then also subscribe and then also all of our merch on the website right now in the middle of the radio show on the middle of the equestrian. <laughs> Legacy Radio Campfire Cafe. I mean, do you think that's a good idea? Mm-hmm. I still think it would help. I think we'll just play the song, and you can do all of that later. Here we go. Cow Cow Boo. Yes, yes, yes.
Yeah, she had so much fun that she's now down for a nap. Tell us where we can find your website and where we can get all of your music. Well, you can find us on www.everybodylovesafarmernadel.com. Wow. And that's where you can find all about our um, all our. Uh, Saddle up with Farmer Nadell, our new release is coming out. Um, our, our new show dates. We're playing at the Ozark Folk Center for the Cowboy Music and Art Festival in Mountain View, Arkansas, on May 20th and 21st. That's going to be All a right. great one. Especially, I think uh, We're going to have Dom Flemons at that one, honoring the Black Cowboy oh, wow. new record. Yeah. And then we'll also, um, Cowboy Poet Andy Hedges will be part of that show as well. Yep. Well, and many cool. more. And we've just had such a cool. great time. Here with with oh us. and you, and you can find us also on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, soon to be TikTok because we got some cool dance moves coming up. Yeah, and Gary Holt, and uh, we've been we've been loving loving listening to the Equestrian Equestrian Legacy Radio and the Campfire Show. It's just the Campfire Cafe. Campfire show. Cafe. Mm. Show. You got to grab your coffee for the Campfire Cafe. <laughs> Where's my coffee? That's right. That's right. Well, listen, we appreciate you guys a lot. Are you playing at the Station Inn next week? Uh, we will be at the Station Inn on April 13th and April 27th for uh, the month of April, and then May 4th, and then uh, is our only show in May, and then uh, I think three times in June. And then um, I'm not sure about the summer. They uh, will probably, you know, keep playing there. For uh, that's our our local hometown gig that we're mighty proud to be at, at the world famous station in. Yep, we'll be keeping our, uh, our website up to date, and that's www. Everybody loves the farmer Nadell. dot com dot com. All right, we will check that out and uh, and look forward to seeing you at the station and probably next week so thanks thanks so much we're going to close this out with another great song from the farmer nadell it's one called gone long gone and uh we'll see you guys next week at the world famous station Inn. thank you so much
With our carols still drive hungry hearts The valleys below Once they saw a wild mustang So beautiful down in a canyon So they looked to the leader among the brave Now Diego was tough, he was chiseled, leather and handsome And he rode like the wind and could break a horse on the range When he saw the wild mustang and spurred his horse down to the canyon All the cowboys and H.C. Diego, a hero again on the aging vaqueros in Mexico, tail of a Mustang Who couldn't be broken by any man living on earth There's a trail of cowboys he beat buried deep in the desert And the tale of the one left on no broken spurs Now the canyons are dangerous Even for well-seasoned cowboys And the Mustang knew all of the secrets Wild horses can know The vaqueros who followed him Couldn't have cornered the Mustang Without the wisdom and horsemanship of Diego With his lasso in hand and the mustang backed into a corner Diego threw straight for the head and then pulled the rope tight But the mustang was strong and Diego was torn from the saddle and dragged through the dust from the canyon And then out of sight All the aging vaqueros in Mexico Tell of a mustang Who couldn't be broken By any man living on There's a trail of cowboys He beat buried deep in the desert and the tale of the one who left home with no broken spurs Through the rocks and the poisonous chola Diego was broken But he dug in his heels till his spur broke And he came to rest Then he jumped on the Mustang And held through the bucking and bite Neither Mustang or man would give in this fight to the dead. The Vaquero searched canyon and mountain for Mustang and rider. All the footprints led deep in the desert and faded away. But they found that old spur and a few drops of blood in the canyon. Where the Mustang and 
brighter up there No one can say All the aging vaqueros in Mexico Tell of a Mustang Who couldn't be broken By any man living on earth There's a trail of cowboys To be buried deep in the desert And the tale of the one who left on No broken spurs And the tale of the one left only No broken Broken Spur. Welcome back to Saddle of America on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network from Nashville, Tennessee. I'm your host, Gary Holt. In Albuquerque, New Mexico, we're joined by our co-host, Bobby Bell, and we want to welcome to the show right now, Sue Ann Wells, who is the founder of the Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy. Hey, Sue Ann. Well, hey, Gary. How are you? We are doing fine today, and we are so excited to have you with us to tell us a little bit about the Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy and to let us know how you are using Mustangs with your program. Tell us first, how did, how did you found, what was, what was behind the Girls Leadership Academy? Well, the short story is in 2007, I was very involved with Girls Incorporated here in Chattanooga, and one day the CEO and I were sitting around a table drinking coffee, talking about the girls that came to us every day, and almost simultaneously we said, wouldn't it be great if we could have these girls all day long? Two years later, we opened Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy. So we got busy. Um, The school is the first single gender STEM school in the state of Tennessee. We opened our doors in uh, 2009 to 75 young women, and today we are at capacity at 363. Wow. In a nutshell, we chose STEM because it is a known fact that girls of color are underrepresented in STEM fields. And they deserve that opportunity as any girl deserves it. So we chose STEM for that very reason. And we chose public charter because that would give us more control of our students. We could hire faculty that we know would be strong leaders. Our uh, CEO, we hired her. We did not have to get approval by the Department of Education. So for that reason, we have been very successful. But I will say, Gary, uh, the beginnings were tough. Um, My mission has always been to serve girls um, from struggling public schools, girls who are behind two to three levels in reading and math. And when you admit failing girls to your school, there's a really good chance you will become a failing school. 
And that's what happened to CGLA. We became a failing school, and we were looking at being shut down. So 2012, wow. our savior arrived, Dr. Elaine Swafford, and here we go sailing now. We well, are I think I noticed, Sue Ann, in 2019, you were the number one charter school in the state of Tennessee, weren't you? That's right. We were. Also, another interesting little tidbit is we were an award school in a TBOS 5, which is the highest level of achievement you can get in the state of Tennessee during the pandemic. Wow. 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 Yes. Well, you so accomplished girls, a great deal in a short time. A great deal. We did. ACT scores went from 15 to 21 practically overnight. So I believe in miracles, but I also believe that hard work and perseverance is the key to success, besides incredible leadership. Besides incredible leadership. Well, tell us a little bit about how you got uh, the, the incorporated the horse program, and particularly the Mustang program, into the school. Well, how did that come about? Yeah, well, and I have three students who are in the Wild Horse program with me right now, and one of them actually hey, girl, is the vocalist. Girls. On- hey. Hello, how are you? Um, actually, quickly, when we opened our school in 2009, we had orientation at my family farm, and I had just adopted quite a few Mustangs, so I introduced the young women to these Mustangs, and I realized then that I would have to start a program because the bonding was and we've been going full steam ahead since 2009 with the Wild Horse Program. So why don't the girls tell you a little bit about the program? Um, does that sound good? That sounds good. And have them get real close to the phone and let them introduce themselves as they start to visit with us. Okay. Hello, my name is Anaya Clemens, and I'm a senior at Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy. How Hello, are my you? Name is Elijah. I'm good. How are you? So Mustang Leadership Partners is an after-school equestrian STEM and leadership program where we learn um, leadership and confidence and responsibility all while working with Mustangs. So since you're a senior, you've been involved in the program for how long? Um, I've been involved in the program for about five years. Wow, wow. So were you involved with horses before? Um, No, sir, not really. It wasn't something that I saw on the daily, something I saw anywhere. But this was like a shock, and I was super excited to learn more about Mustangs. That is so cool. That is so cool. So who else do you have with you there? Okay. Hello, my name is Eliza Smith, and I'm a sophomore at CGLA. All right. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. So how long have you been involved in the program? Two years? Um, I've been involved in the program since sixth grade, so this is my fifth year in MLP. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. And were horses new for you as well? No, sir. I've actually been around horses since I was little. I I live about 30 minutes outside of Chattanooga, where we're kind of country. We're kind of country. So I've been around horses for a while, but, like, 
when I got to CGLA, it kind of helped me rekindle my love for the animal. Mm. All right. All right. And you have one other young lady with you? Yes, sir. Hello. My name is Yesenia Pablo Rafael, and I'm a junior. And you've been involved how long with the Mustang program? For four years. All right. And was that your first time with horses? Yes, it is. All right. So I have to think that, and particularly for two of you that have just gotten involved with horses in the last four or five years, uh, is that something that you'll continue with after you've left the Girls Leadership Academy? Um, I would love to, but my major isn't going into equine science or anything like that, but I would love to be in touch with horses after that. Um, I've also learned a lot of leadership skills, so even though I might not work with them, I will always have something that I can hold dear to me from the horses. Um, I will forever be grateful to learn responsibility and leadership from these horses. All right, all right. I, I I have a couple of questions. This is um, Gary's co-host, um, Bobby Jean, and so delighted to have you all with us today. Can you tell us a little bit about what you uh, what your relationship is with the horses, and is this something that every day you're you're with them early in the morning with chores, and you're back at, at the afternoon? Tell us kind of how what is your relationship with the horses, and what what is it that you do with them? Um, so every Wednesday after school, we take a ride over to the farm and we get um, changed into our equine clothes. And then we just we each have our own personal relationship. Me personally, I've connected dearly to a horse named Lil, and we got close because we kind of have the same personality. Personality. I've learned that Lil is kind of strong-willed, and I've learned that about myself. I learned that I frustrate easily, and when it comes to love, I have to persevere through that and kind of push her because as long as I'm getting upset, she's going to act worse and do bad things. So personally, I feel like every Wednesday I learn something new working with them. Mm-hmm. Anybody else? Okay, hi, this is Anaya. Hi. Um, I work with Mustang. Her name is Satin, and so I started working with her about five years ago, and when we started working together, it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, she didn't listen to me, and it took a lot for me to learn how to be, like, a leader and also a servant leader, so serving her needs as well as getting her to follow me. So now that's one of my best friends, and we have a great relationship now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you do you ride do you ride English or Western? Do you um, compete in any um, competitions? What's tell me a little bit about that? Okay, so we ride English, and um, although we don't compete, um, we do go to a lot of expos and we show our horses and talk about our experiences. Mm-hmm. We were Great. just at Southern Thank East you. Expo in Murfreesboro. So those are one of the things that we do often. Great. Oh, I Great. missed you. I missed you. I was supposed to go to that, and that was just this past week. So I missed yeah. you, girl. <laughs> yes, we were there. The girls did a wonderful job. We had a huge crowd. Uh, Patrick Kaiser, I know, was so proud and excited about the event. 
grown every year. And um, the girls all, always enjoy um, the atmosphere and learning more about horses and clinicians and Guy McLean was awesome, et cetera. All right. Well, did you tell me, Sue Ann, that, that we had a singer in the group? Yes, sir, we do. And who is that? Eliza Smith. She's the one who told about her relationship with Lily. The horse said it's that that frustrates her and has an attitude problem. And uh, <laughs> they identify with each other. That's Eliza. All right, Eliza, did you sing on this Mustang Pride? No, sir. I sang on um, Go Change the World. Oh shoot! I didn't. I don't don't have that one downloaded on the show. Maybe I can download that. But uh, Sue Ann, did you write any of this music yourself? Um, yes, sir. I did. Um, we have an album out called Mustang Pride. Is probably that's what you're referring to. And um, all the songs are my songs, my lyrics, and the vocalists are students from CGLA, from the choir. And um, when this album was recorded and published, Eliza was not in the choir at that point in time. Um, I wrote another song called Go Change the World, recently recorded, and she was the soloist in that song. All right. Well, I do have Mustang Pride, and so let's take a listen to that and come back and and talk more with Sue Ann and the rest of the girls in just a moment on Saddle of America.
Mustang Pride, the Chattanooga Girls Leadership Choir. And uh, so are you involved with the choir now? Um, yes, sir, I am. Recently we just um, took a trip to the university, and we're often taking trips doing different shows and stuff. We have a spring concert coming up for the school. Oh, wow, that is awesome. And where and where will that be, at the school itself? Yes, it'll be at the school. Oh, that is great. That is great. Sue Ann, how did you get involved with the Mustangs? How did you get them involved in the program? It's Well, Paula, if you're listening, <laughs> the very <laughs> Mustangs that my family adopted were from Paula and Randall, Cross Plains, Tennessee, back when she was involved with the BLM. And um, it's my dad adopted three at that point in time, and we had still had one of them chief. Unfortunately, he passed away two days ago. Um, Paula, if oh, you're wow. listening, I'm so sorry. Yes, it's a heartbreaker. He was 24 years old, and he was a big part of the after-school Mustang leadership program. Um, so we're dealing with that right now, just, you know, missing him tremendously. Uh, he colicked, and this weather change has been crazy, especially for an older horse. And yeah. uh, he went down gracefully. Um, but anyway, that's how it got started. And um, I had no idea we'd go from three horses to 23. And I'm wow. very good friends with the Bureau of Land Management. Um, I just came back from Oregon less than a year ago, adopted seven Mustangs, brought them to Tennessee, and they most of them will be used in the after-school program. That is so great. That is so great. So do you do you uh, do you buy, do you get tip horses, or are you just dealing with Mustangs and have to do all of that yourself? Yes, sir. No, no tip horses. Um, now, I, I go to Oregon to the holding pens, and okay. we are there. They welcome me because they know my program. They love the after-school program. Um, you know, they, they've watched all the documentaries, um, really put their arms around the mission. And so whenever I come, they just welcome me with open arms and take me into all of the pens. And I have an amazing staff, uh, wonderful trainers who've been with me for 17 years, and they're very experienced with the wild horse as well with, as well with warm bloods. Um, I have Grand Prix riders. So, you know, it just works well. We know what we're doing. Um, and the, the young girls in the program also have, you know what, they have, they're at a point in their relationship with the Mustang, they have no fear. And that's a good thing, but sometimes it's not so good because we know horses are horses. And, you know, they are. you just have to be well, You have to respect them. And um, But I'm thankful that the girls are willing to try just about anything. And they have an open mind, and, the, of course, the Mustangs have an open mind as well. So it's a great team. Well, that is great. That is great. How many how – many- Young ladies, do you have in the uh, program right now? Right now, I have 12. Um, okay. Now, you know, give or take, I mean, they're girls some weeks. They have other things going on that take priority, and I'm pretty flexible with that. You know, girls get sick, 
So I have six dead broke Mustangs. And, you know, don't have many more than that that I trust with my students. So I um, have six horses they can ride. And while they're riding, the six girls, I we do groundwork with the other horses. Okay. Or something, you know, the girls write in their journals or we talk about STEM topics with the horses. My vet comes out regularly and um, talks to, like, pretty soon my vet's going to come float teeth. So the girls will get to experience all of that. And I just try to incorporate as many STEM activities as I can for the girls. When I have a pregnant mare, you know, they come and watch when the mare is being examined and we talk about pregnancy and why it's not a good idea. Um, Just try to relate the program with real-life situations. I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. So how long do the girls usually stay in the program? I know we had one that talked about when she got started in the sixth grade. Um, but how, how long do the girls usually stay in the program? I'll let them talk to you about that. Okay. <laughs> um, so I've been in the program for five years, and I started when I was in seventh grade. Um, so okay. I've been here seventh grade from a senior now. Wow, wow. Yeah, so I, I would never out. <laughs> and you have that one special horse that you enjoy right now, too, don't you? Yes, sir, I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, what about the other girls? We had we had one that was a sophomore, and are you going to stay through for the next couple of years? Will you stay with the program? Yes, I do plan on staying with the program and hopefully even after I graduate, come back and visit and help with, like, newcomers and just, you know, keep keep in touch. That's what I plan on doing. That is awesome. That is awesome. And what about the last young lady? I'm Yesenia, and I've been in the program since freshman, since ninth grade. Okay. Yes, and I may not become an equestrian, but I plan on applying what I learned in the program in my personal life. That is fantastic. That is that is fantastic. So I'm sure you girls are learning some valuable life skills as you as you work with these horses. Is there any one thing that you've learned so far that uh, that you think you'll take with you? I learned about leadership and courage because to lead a Mustang, you need to have determination because Mustangs will feel or they will sense your aura. And if they don't see yeah. that you have leadership, they will not basically listen to you. So what I take is being strong. Great. What about what about the other two? Okay, um, I've learned a lot about being confident in myself. And when I first started the program, I was a little like unsure of myself. I wasn't really sure that I could do what was asked of me. Um, but it got to the point where the horse wasn't listening to me, and I wasn't enjoying the program because it wasn't going my way. So I had to understand that I have to be confident to get 
a horse to listen to me because nobody wants to listen to someone who isn't confident with their orders. So I had to learn that. Okay. All right. And um, me personally, it's helped with my character, I think. I've grown a lot personality-wise because I could – I used to get angry and frustrated super easy and just kind of say what was on my mind. And as I've grown up, I've kind of learned, like, you can't always do that. You have to bite your tongue. And I've also learned that that's the same way with horses. Like, when Lily feels some type of way, I can't make myself feel some type of way because now we're not going to work together. We're not going to get anything accomplished. So I've learned that it's okay to be frustrated, but you have to find a way to handle the situation better. That's great. That is great. So I've got to ask, have any of you had to clean a stall? I think I've done it once. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not Uh, clean the stall necessarily, but like scoop up the poop. Yeah, I've had to do it at least once. Scoop up the poop? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's hard to say. If you clean very many stalls, you would learn a whole lot about life. That's all right. Go ahead, Bobby. Ask your question. Um, I was on the Facebook page um, that you all have, and I was going scrolling back through, and I saw that last, it was a while ago now, but last August, you had Ginger Duke, um, professional trick rider, stopping by. Did you all have a chance to meet her or, or see her ride? Were you there? For the trick rider, Ginger Duke? No. Oh. <laughs> No, well, you know what? Eliza had COVID. Anaya was playing volleyball. Yesenia, were you there? Uh, we were there. The writers, Ginger Duke. Yes, I remember about them. And make a comment. What do you think? And when I first saw them, I was very afraid that they would fall because that's very dangerous. But when they talked about how they basically love doing that, then I learned that. Everyone has their own passion. Mhm, mhm. It sounded like she she shared her own story. I think the comment was of um, perseverance and determination. And I would imagine a trick rider would definitely have to not be afraid of falling off. <laughs> well, interesting enough, um, when she first started, Allie, who is her her protege, her student. Um, she was the first one to show um, the side upside down, head, head stand, uh-huh. whatever you call it. So uh-huh. horse was speeding down my uh, arena and turned sharp corner at my mirrors and fell. So, oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Oh, okay. wow. So we were petrified. The girls were petrified for the entire rest of the show. Happens <laughs> <laughs> oh. all the time. Don't worry. Well, what happened was the horse was going so fast, and my arena is not like Miller Coliseum. I mean, it's a big right. arena, but not, you know, and Allie just wasn't, her judgment was off. So oh. he turned it sharp, and he slid, and oh. she was not hurt. But that was at the very beginning. So I think, you know, we all were a little bit holding on to our chairs after that, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> me, going, oh, my goodness. Sure. The liability is off the chart here. <laughs> well, wow. Gary and I wow. have a have a good friend who's been a guest on the Campfire Cafe, 
uh, Kristen Harris, who's a phenomenal singer songwriter, but she also loves to trick ride. And anytime I see videos of her or um, photos, I just know my heart's in my, you know, <laughs> my heart's in my hands. <laughs> but uh, it is it is quite a skill, isn't it? <laughs> it's quite a skill. And I'll let the girls tell you just for a minute. We went to um, Southern Equine Expo, and they had a great experience there with a team, a trick riding team, and who wants to talk about it? Um, so, yeah, we went and we saw trick riders that while they were doing it, they, like, they did archery while on the horse. And so we did a clinic with them, and it was, like, a really fast lesson on how to do it. So we started mm-hmm. off um, we started off with just basic archery on the ground standing. And then we did moving, so we're walking while shooting the arrows. Then we finally um, – mounted on the horses and yeah it was a very quick clinic but they said like hey you guys learned really fast and you guys did really great and it was a fun experience personally because you know it just has to do with women empowerment that's what I got from the mm-hmm. lesson mm-hmm. 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 great great thank you for well, sharing that yeah, it's it's pretty exciting to watch these young ladies that are doing so much with uh, with their archery on horseback. It's, it's a pretty exciting mm-hmm. to watch, and so glad you guys got to experience that a little bit. And uh, by yeah. the way, Ginger Duke has overcome so much herself with, um, with injuries. Absolutely, and, uh, the girl is a walking miracle. Um, she really is. She really shouldn't be alive, but she is. She should not be alive, but she is, and there's a reason for it. And I'm so thankful that she was able to visit uh, my farm and meet the students and the horses. It was quite a afternoon. Of, uh, just, it was thrilling. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, it's exciting that you have this program in place. Uh, so, Anna, I think it's... Uh, so great that you started the Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy, and just amazing that it has come from a failing school to the number one charter school in the state of Tennessee and received all of these accolades. And I'm sure the impact on these young ladies' life uh, lives uh, has been tremendous and will continue to be so, and grateful for the work that they're doing with the horses because that's another step in the walk of life that they're getting to experience. So that's pretty amazing. I think I'm going to have to take a trip back down to Chattanooga uh, to visit with you guys. I wish you would. We're here. We're not going anywhere. All right. We'll do that. My One of my one of my uh, daughters loves the uh, Italian restaurant there in the Arts District. So I think she'd oh, love to okay. get back into we the Italian food. <laughs> Well, I'll take y'all out well, listen, for dinner. Come on down. We'll, we'll do that. We will do that. Well, tell us how we can find out more about the Chattanooga Girls Leadership Academy. Give us a website and maybe Facebook pages. Okay, so our website is cgla.com. Online.com. CGLAonline.com, and you can visit their website and find out more about the school. And um, if somebody is in the Chattanooga area and 
and they have a daughter that would like to get involved, can they reach out to you that way? Uh, yes, sir, they can. Right. That, Just that, contact the great. eldest school, and they will, you know, direct that person to me. Okay. All right. Well, all of you ladies are fantastic, and I wish you the best of luck in your horse life. And, uh, and you know, you can adopt a Mustang yourself after you get out of school and have a place to put it. So that'd be pretty cool. Just continue what you've learned there. That's one thing so I'd and, like to do next. I would like to take the girls to the holding pens and let them actually see the process. We haven't done that yet with them, and mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they deserve that. Well, I'm sure they would enjoy mm-hmm. they would enjoy that and be uh, be an eye opening experience as well. Do that. So, Sue Ann, thanks. Thank you, girls, for joining us and. Uh, Right now we're going to listen to another song by Templeton Thompson called Unbranded, and we'll see you guys in Chattanooga maybe later this summer. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, and adios. Adios. He was a big bone, 16 hand blue bone, with a wild streak and cold black eyes. They called them Diablo, said he won't be rolled, cause one by one they tried, and he They did not have the heart He quit the ground Poured out the sky And sent those cowboys Ten feet high Then he ran with Wild abandoned Unbroken Unbranded Come on, plow boy. Let's see what you can do. Well, he did not say a thing. He just took hold of the rain. And they quit the ground. Pawed out the sky. That horse and plow boy. They fell in like old companions, unbroken, unbranded. Call the lover, call the magic. Maybe that's just what it is. Whatever it is. 
taking place started today. Today was a free day, and uh, and then it is a ticketed event for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It wraps up World Championship of the Colts starting competition that is taking place there. Ocala, Florida, for the Mustang Heritage Foundation, is coming up in April. I believe that's the 28th and 29th. And, uh, Bobby, it won't be long before we'll be headed to the uh, Western Heritage Museum mm-hmm. for the Wrangler Awards. Mm-hmm. Just about two weeks yes. away for that. So yep. that should be a lot of fun. We'll see a bunch of our friends I think you have. There. I think you have a very busy April coming up. April is going to be pretty busy. We head to Genoa, Nevada toward the end of the month for the Genoa uh, Heritage Days Festival. And uh, Dave Stamey is performing, and Gary um, Allegretto, and Trinity Seeley. Dave and Trinity will be performing on Friday night, and then Mary Kay opens on Saturday night, and Gary Allegretto and Chris Isaac. So that should be a that should be a fun time. That's the lineup. Yeah, that's a great lineup. That's a pretty strong lineup. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. Rendezvous is taking place in October, uh, September the 29th through October the second, and that's going to be at the Circle of Guest Ranch in Winchester, Tennessee. And so we've just put together some pricing and we'll be getting that posted to the website and uh, and more information as far as the shows that will be taking place, 120 miles of trails to ride, great food, it's going to be a big time. That's the Circle of the Guest Ranch for Rendezvous 2022. And, um, you know, I'm just surprised at how quickly time flies. We have been doing this thing for <laughs> nine years now. And you've been here what seven, six, seven? I think we're I think we're in seven. I think this year and we complete this year we might have completed eight. I don't know. Maybe it's just seven. Wow, <laughs> the time flies when you're having fun. It really does it fly does. when you're having fun. It does. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, we invite you to join us every Thursday for the Campfire Cafe in Saddle of America. Be sure and visit outwestshops.com and do your shopping there for any of your Western needs. And uh, and check out our website, equestrianlegacy.net. We've got several different events that are coming up this year. Uh, we're doing uh, Girl Meets East this time. So Mary Kay's event that's been out west in Utah will be moving east, and will be uh, it'll be a lot of fun, usually uh, – 10 to 20 women that turn out for that event. That's coming up. Uh, I think that's in November. We'll be we'll be posting all that information. And uh, then we may do a photography workshop. Bobby? Mm-hmm. We've been talking that with our great. friend Jennifer Dennison. Jennifer may come out and do a photography workshop. We've just got a oh, lot of wonderful. things in the, in the works for Equestrian uh, Legacy mm-hmm. Radio. But anyway, been a fun show today. Thank you all for listening, and be sure to invite your friends to join you to listen to Equestrian Legacy Radio. If you missed the live shows on Thursday at equestrianlegacy.net, you can always go back and visit our website or your favorite podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. And just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. I think now there are well over 700 shows that people can go back and listen to. So 
That would probably take a weekend. What do you think? <laughs> oh, just <laughs> just one a day, probably. an hour a day. It's just taking so, two years to yeah. do one a day, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. You should. Anyway, any kind of closing thoughts for the day? day? Well, I came across this quote of Robert Frost, who is one of my husband's favorite um, poets. There is absolutely no reason for being rushed along with the rush. Everybody should be free to go slow. I like that. I like that. I need to. I need to write that on my mirror or something. Slow down. Mm-hmm. All right. Hey, we're going to listen to a great song from uh, Mickey Furman and John Chandler joined her for a duet. This is from her album, Westbound. The song is called Loving Country, and uh, we'll see you next week on the radio, Bobby. Thanks so much. Have a great week. You too. Now the wind keeps picking up He steps out of his Ford truck Nine, seven years of drought and tears Nothing left but stubborn pride It looks cloudy in the west They say that's for the best Why does she stay? She cannot say But her strength hasn't died you don't get your hopes up Cause the cloud is like a high school tea You close your weary eyes Like you can't smell rain on that breeze But the weatherman keeps saying Get your sheep to high ground For this morning in Loving County The rain is coming down Sections owned or leased With the mercy of the beast His cattle so feels so damn old Till he thinks of her back home They say ranching's like a dream So broke and cruel and lean She prays for him For hope's grown dim Distant underground Cause the cloud is like a high school tea You close your weary eyes Like you can't smell rain on that breeze But the weatherman keeps saying Get your sheep to high ground For this morning in Loving County The rain is coming down Stands by the screen door Like she's done so often before 
A cold hard rain Since thirst and pain Ninety sheep dead Maybe more While he screams there in the yard God, why must droughts break hard? But he can't quit No, she won't quit They'll go on like before You don't get to hold the Cause the crowd is like a high school team You close your weary eyes Like you can't smell rain on that breeze But the weatherman keeps saying Get the sheep to higher ground For this morning in Loving County, the rain is coming down. 